Welcome in. It's the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. Dave Heckard's here with me. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith, looking at what's going on around the mid pen and around District 3 as we flip the calendar into 2022. Happy New Year, by the way. Uh, and we start looking at a dual centric calendar here for, for the next few weeks. You're going to see a lot of divisional duels. You're going to see a lot of dual type tournaments. We have some individual stuff along the way here, but for the most part, we're going to get into dual season. And Dave, I mean, if you can just kind of share with us, I guess, you know, as a team, as a coach, as you do make this transition and you do come back from the holiday, you are kind of settling back in and you're looking at whether it's rivalry matches or important matches or, or stretches where you wrestle Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, some different types of wear and tear that go on. What's the, what's the mentality change this time of year as you get into January? You know, as much as the coaches and the kids like tournaments and, 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 and you look, you know, it's about the postseason, you know what I mean? And, 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 and I get all that, but here's where the sport of wrestling is kind of different and unique. Okay. Is you have a lineup and you have some kids in your team that are more experienced than others, right? You have experienced kids to inexperienced kids of all levels, but a kid who is inexperienced, right. Can go out and lose a match and do his job by not giving up a pin. Okay. And be the hero of a match. So everybody has a role. You know, and 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 everybody has a job to do, and um, and you know the 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 good teams that get every one of those kids to buy into that concept, um, it, it's fun to see compete against each other. You know, because every kid's fighting and scratching for for every point. They're they're trying not to give up pins. They're they're trying to get bonus. They're you know, I mean, it's just it's it's a great atmosphere. And and really for the sport of wrestling. Like I said, as much as the coaches and the kids love the tournaments, the fans like the dual meets. You know, that, that's 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 where I feel like, you know, we have to get back into the mind. The sport of wrestling has to get back into the mindset of good teams wrestling each other, you know, and, 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 and good matchups and good atmosphere, um, you know, for matches and whatnot. And, um, you know, sometimes you, you don't get that, you know, and, and uh, I think the sport of wrestling needs that. And I, I feel like, you know, looking at the schedule we have coming up here this week, we're going to get a little bit of that, you know, where um, you're going to have some good teams in the district here facing off some double A versus triple A, some, some good inner, you know, league matches that you're going division matches you're going to have uh, between teams. And it's good for the fans. It's good for the districts. I mean, you know, you as Bishop McDevitt or you as Trinity or you as Camp Hill, you, you know, you're representing Camp Hill is representing their community. You know, on Wednesday night when they when they when they wrestle Trinity and, you know, there, there's a good atmosphere there and fans come out to watch. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the dual meets just because of that, you know, and uh, we got some good ones coming up for sure. Well, there, there's two that you broke down. I want to add one other thing here. It's that Big Springs girls are going to wrestle Gettysburg's girls on Wednesday as well. And that's going to be kind of a big I don't know if historic is the right way to put it, but it, it's a major moment for, for the sport of girls wrestling and, and the push to grow that because you have these two teams and, and big spring ha has been such a revelation because they started a girls program officially what feels like about five minutes ago. And they look like they got some competitive kids there. So that'll be fun. I'm actually going to that on Wednesday. Uh, there, there is another duel that, um, that, that I, we'll have you break down here, but Cumberland Valley, going to West Perry on Wednesday night. What to me, it looks like, you know, at their best, 
you can definitely make a case that Cumberland Valley is the best AAA team in the mid-pen, and you can make a case that West Perry is the best AA team in the mid-pen. And they're, they're chasing that competition, especially West Perry, you know, to, to wrestle up against Cumberland Valley. And there's a similar situation last year when Bowling Springs went into your place and, and wrestled you guys. And I think a, a big tip of the cap, I think the AA coaches who are saying, you know what, if this impacts us negatively in the power ratings at the end of the year, then so be it. It's a good experience. We're bringing a big time duel, in this case, to Elliottsburg. Uh, CV making the trip up the, up the mountain to Elliottsburg uh, should be a fun one. Yeah, I, uh, and again, that's uh, that's great for you know Gettysburg and, and Big Springs, and I will be at the Cumber Valley West Perry match. However, I will not be at the Gettysburg versus Big Spring girls match. But I uh, I'm I'm super excited uh, for for this matchup Wednesday. I I mean I, I feel like there's going to be some some pretty good individual bouts. Um, you know, just from a wrestling standpoint, from a, from an outsider you probably would say that West Perry has the edge a little bit, you know, I mean, here they, they came off of a great, you know, Christmas tournament. Um, they won Trojan Wars. They have enough heavy hitters to, 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 to do some damage, um, you know, and they seem to be rolling here. So, um, but however, you know, you look at Cumberland Valley and if, if they can put it together uh, and again, this goes back to what I said you know, earlier in, in the, in the year, you know, it's about keeping it together. Can, can everybody be healthy? And, and, and you and I were talking before and, and, you know, we even did the podcast and how right now, I, I just feel like the sport of wrestling and, and, and coaching, it gets so difficult because with COVID right now, you don't know who's showing up to your room day in and day out. You know, you don't know who's, so here we are, we're going to run through these lineups here and take a look at what, what could be, but you don't know what you're getting Thursday night. You know, who, who's in, who's out, who has COVID, who had close contact with somebody who, you know, I mean, the list goes on. So, you know, I, I like to say we have a good matchup here and I, I truly believe we do. Um, and uh, but Thursday night, we'll, we'll see. And, and, and you also have the triple A, double A thing, you know, and, um, you know, I, I think there's some outstanding double A, double A wrestlers, but, you know, and, and this is no knock on double A, but there is, it, it is different. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, just by school size alone, you know, and, and depth, uh, you know, double A versus triple A. And, and, and that doesn't mean a double A, you know, West Perry can't can't beat a Cumber Valley. That's not what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is you have a West Perry team right now that's flying high. This is this is arguably the best team to ever come through West Perry. I mean, let's be honest. OK, yeah. And I, I, don't, know, I, don't, even, I don't even know if you have to say arguably about that one. Yeah. You know, yeah, certainly yeah, they, they yeah. have to get there. They have to do it in the postseason and all that. But without without a doubt. Uh, no team in Westbury history has had more firepower than this one. Yeah, no, I'm, I agree with you. And and so, you know, here we are, West Perry's best team, you know, best double eight team ever. And they're going to wrestle Cumberland Valley, who is a team still trying to find themselves, I think. You know, I mean, you know, the Central Dolphin loss with guys out. They 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 had a, a dual tournament they went to over break that, you know, I, the competition wasn't the greatest, but they went 5-0 and um, and got some good matches and whatnot, individual matches. And uh you know, and, 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 and here they are, you know, they're going to meet and I, it's going to be a, a good matchup. And, and I, I think, uh, you know, the, the tough thing is, is, you know, for Wes Perry, in, in my opinion, is the forfeits, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, you can't forfeit matches uh, in, in big dual meets, you know, you just, you just can't. So, you know, they're giving up six at one Oh six. And, and different times I've seen they've wrestled where, 
you know, they might have had a, a forfeit in the middle where they, they, they've bumped guys up. And, and, you know, you just can't leave that open. And I don't know. There could be guys back for them. I, I, you know, who knows? I mean, Cumber Valley could have forfeits on, on Thursday night who know, or Wednesday night. Who, who knows, right? Um, but I, I just feel like giving up that six uncontested points um, is, is, just, is just a tough one to recover from against good teams. Um, but if any team can do it, man, I mean, West Perry, as you said, like they, they go after it. They, they try to pin you. Um, they try to wear you down and, and they're going to get their bonus. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be a good meet, good dual meet. I mean, I have it split seven, six. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I initially would say if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd, I'd take, uh, you know, West Perry by five, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, we'll see. We'll see. And then, I mean, it's going to be a good atmosphere on Wednesday night. Um, I know that West Perry's done an outstanding job of trying to sell tickets to this match and, and hype it up. And yeah, so I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm heading up. I'm going to pick up my mom and uh, a buddy of mine. And we're going to, we're going to head up over, over the, over the mountain and, uh, and check this dual meet out on Wednesday night. I'm from Perry County and I, and every time I go to West Perry, I'm surprised how it's not close to anything. You know, like it, it, it feels like it's own, it's its own little world out there in, in Elliottsburg. And, um, you know, you make that trip up there and they are going to care about this match. That community is going to care. Um, I showed up for their preseason little intra-squad dual event that they did. And there was not a packed house, but there are people there, you know, there, there were people yeah. there. And I think a lot of people around uh, that community are excited about this team. They're, they <clears throat> can kind of recognize how special the group is that they have together. And one interesting dynamic to this, and I, and I, you know, I'm not passing judgment on anybody because I haven't seen, but when you do have that double A versus triple A, I do think that sometimes, whether it's in an individual tournament or in a duel or whatever, there's a little bit of a triple A mystique that you're, that you're battling through. And the individual at the individual level is, is the kid out there really in belief that he's going to beat a triple A kid. You got to right. fight that battle 13 individual times in a duel. And I, and I really feel like West Perry is going to feel like they belong. They're going to feel like they're, they're yeah, the I team agree. to be. I don't think you got to convince them of that, but there, but, there is, so, there is, there but, is that variable. There is, I, I agree with you. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I love, I mean, listen, I, uh, I did some coaching football at Mechanicsburg this year and, and they play West Perry in football. And, you know, I've been up to the, you know, and, and, and I love the drive up there. You know what I mean? It's, it's beautiful. Um, but there's a lot of pride in that community. You know, and 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 you can bet your your bottom dollar that when the Eagles roll in there Wednesday night, um, not only are they going to be battling the West Perry Mustangs on the bench, man, but they're going to be they're going to be battling a, a loud, hostile crowd. And uh, you know, Cumberland Valley has some young kids, some good kids, but some young guys in the lineup, and uh, they're, they're going to experience some havoc on on, on Wednesday. And uh, you know, I, I could that add to them? I, I don't know. Um, you know, but in, in the same token, I mean, Cumber Valley wrestles good competition every week. So this is this is another match to them. It's not like, oh, my gosh, we're wrestling a, a good West Perry. Well, you know, I mean, they wrestle Central Dolphin. They wrestle, you know, State College on on Wednesday or Thursday. They, 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 they're going up to the Parkland Duels where they're going to see Northampton and Parkland on on Saturday. So they're not they're not they're not scared of wrestling anybody. But, you know, you go to a, a way match and it's a, it's a great atmosphere. It's loud. And you have some young kids on the team and. You know, you just don't know how they're going to respond sometimes. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, West Perry has some some experience, has this Cumber Valley. And uh, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think there's going to be some interesting matchups uh, in through the middle uh, between 26 and, and 52. I think, 
you know, the 32 pound match could be interesting to me um, with Kitz Miller and, and the Pahalski kid. Um, I think, uh, I think, you know, Pahalski might be favored a little bit, but Kitz Miller is a wild card. And the fact that, you know, he is, he is a dangerous kid. Um, you know, the match that, that, that I want to see is at 145 or, or 152. Um, I, I think that, you know, you got a combination of, of Belga, um, you know, Mockamer um, versus Seidel, the, the Seidel kid, you know, from, from West Perry, that that's going to be a good matchup. Um, possibly Ziggler. I mean, I know that West Perry has bumped Ziggler up in matches up to 45 and they'll, they'll, they'll bump up from that point. Um, you know, so there's, there's some good, interesting matchups in, in through the middle there. Um, you know, and the, the match that, again, here, here we are, we're, we're going to talk about, you know, two, two, two wrestlers here that you're, you're not going to see at states. You're not going to probably see at districts. Okay. But that's the Bev, the heavyweights, the Bevilacqua kid and 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 the Carver kid, and I think they're two similar wrestlers, right? Um, but it, it, the match going to come down to to that match, you know. And I mean, it, you know, here's two guys that you know they they wrestle, they they probably play some football, and you know they're they're your less experienced kids, but at the end of the day, they can they can be heroes for the team, you know. And uh, so that that's that's the interesting matchups that, that I like I like to check out too is. Um, yeah. you know, what you got there. And um, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a great atmosphere, you know, get there early. Um, yeah. All the above. So, I mean, it's the, the crazy thing about dual wrestling is that you're always looking forward to the good on good. You're looking forward to the state medals from the state medals. If you can get it uh, a lot of times that doesn't happen, but a lot of duels, Dave come these days, especially come down to, you know, kids who are in the bottom third of your, you know, your skill level or your talent level or your experience level or whatever. You have a lot of matchups that, you know, in this one, you highlighted a couple of them, guys that, you know, you wouldn't circle their names in a state bracket or a district bracket, but uh, they're going to have their chance. And I compare it to people who don't really follow wrestling to um, handicap bowling where like I bowled, I bowled in a league where um, you had a handicap and I averaged about a 170. So if I bowl a 185, that's great for my team. But if the guy who, who averages 220 bowls a 185, that torpedoes your, t- your team. Right. So it's kind of like that, you know, you wrestle up, you save that point, you win that point, whatever you got to do, the, everybody can kind of play their part. And I do, I do expect to see some good complimentary wrestling uh, between these two teams on Wednesday night. Um, Trinity's going to Camp Hill on Wednesday. It's another highlight there. Uh, looking at the, the uh, Thursday schedule, uh, one big one there certainly jumps out. Yeah, Bish McDevitt going to Trinity, which I think could be a fun matchup. A, a couple good individual ones there. But uh, Mifflin County going to Central Dolphin. We talked about it in our previous episode. Um, just looking at what this going to th- to me, this is one that's going to give the Commonwealth Division some shape and some clarity. And I think for, for all these duels, by the way, um, we are expecting some kind of impact, be it COVID, close contact, what, whatever the case might be. You're expecting some impact. My hope for all of them is if, if there is an impact that it's proportional on, on both sides, that you don't have one team slammed and one team not. So at least you have an, an, a somewhat even playing field, but nobody has control over the situation. We can talk until we're blue in the face and look at what we think is going to happen here. But uh, come Thursday, a lot could change then that, that we don't know about right now. Yeah, you know, I, I, you mentioned Trinity and Camp Hill. That's a, that's a good backyard brawl. I, I think, uh, you know, Camp Hill has some tough kids in their lineup. Um, you know, as does Trinity. So that'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Um, then you have McDevitt and Trinity on, on Thursday. 
um, with a one pound weight allowance, right? Because he wrestled Wednesday. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. So anyway, uh, you know, McDevitt at Trinity. Um, and, and again, that's, that's again, Trinity trying to, to work their way up in that division, trying to build their program. And I, I think McDevitt might have a little too much for him, but I, I you know, that'd be a good, a good little dual meet um, for that, that division. Um, yeah, but Mifflin County and Central Dolphin. So you said clarity. See, I disagree. I think the, the Mid-Pen Commonwealth is going to be just a complete disaster. Like, you know, like Mifflin County could beat Central Dolphin, and then Cumber Valley is going to beat Mifflin County, and then Chambersburg is going to beat Cumber Valley, but Mifflin County is going to beat Chambersburg. And then, like, I think I think that's what you're going to have this year in that division is everybody, you know, there's about, I say everybody, but I'd say four teams, five teams in that, four teams in that division beating each other. You know, I, I think you could see that. Um, but, you know, if Central Dolphin does win and beat Mifflin County, um, you know, the down Central Dolphin, um, if they beat Mifflin County, um, man, you know, they're sitting pretty right now, you know, for that division and where they started the year and what Jeff thought he really had. Um, and the same token, I feel the same way about Mifflin County, you know, talking to Kirby, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, even on his, his, his sheet uh, that he had to give the information on him, he picked them to be last. So, you know, I, you know, he, he has to be happy after a win against Central Dolphin on Thursday night, if they, if they turn out to win it. So, uh, you know, there's going to be some some pretty good matches uh, in that in that Mifflin County Central Dolphin match. Um, at a hundred. Let, let me say this real quick. You said you said Kirby's go, go, go. got Kirby's got to be happy. I've never talked to Kirby where he's truly in the moment <laughs> happy with his team. He doesn't allow himself to be happy with his team. And, and that part of, part of that's being a coach, right? But part of it is just no him, doubt. you know, focus on like what what do we need to fix. Yeah, no, I, he's one of my favorites to talk to, man. I, I, uh, I really like him. He does a nice job up there, I think. And, uh, he does. you know, he, you know, he puts out a good product every year and it's a great place to travel to and wrestle at. And yeah, I, I mean, but, uh, you know, they're, they're making the trip down to, uh, you know, down to town to CD and, um, the matchup I like again is at 120, you know, I think that was a, that was a match in that tournament there, maybe for third with Johnson and, and, uh, and oh, sure. uh, Dallas Shore, Tom. Yeah, he, he that, that's going to be a, a big, a big match in that, in that dual meet. Um, Everly and, and Garvick, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. You know, will one of those teams bump away to secure a win somewhere else? Um, you know, we talked about Central Dolphins inexperience up top. You know, do they, do they, do they, do they bump up there to try to bump out one of those inexperienced guys to take advantage up top? You know, um, and you could see that, especially Everly beating, him, you know, in the tournament. Um, now I'm sure, you know, being the competitor Garvick is, he's going to want that one back. So he's going to want a wrestling, but you know, in the same token, um, if Jeff needs to bump up to win a dual meet, he's going to do it. So, um, you know, and, and then the 285 pound match, that was a real close match in, in the tournament. I think a one nothing match between Popo and Stewart. So, you know, you're going to have some, some interesting matches here. Uh, I, I think, you know, where, where Mifflin County, man, I think has a, has a big upper hand is from 72 to 215. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, 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 there, there could be some bonus there that they're getting through those three weights. Um, you know, I, you know, I don't know if, if, if Central Dolphins getting that bonus at those other spots, they might get wins, but I don't know if they're going to get some, the bonus that, that Mifflin County is going to get at those spots, you know, and, and of course, you know, they will with maybe reposts and, and different, you know, but I, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of points being scored by Mifflin County from 72 to 215. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Jeff tries to do to cut down on those points. 
Um, and like we said, possibly bumping up to, to do that. So um, yeah, it'll be a good one. I, I oh man, I, 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 have, I have it seven, six, you know, as far as bouts, uh, you know, between the two teams. You know, but you know, if they if they switch that now it's seven six central Dolphin. So you know, I, I think uh, you know again, it, it, you can sit here and predict all you want, but here we are again. You know, we're going to show up Thursday night, and who knows who's going to be in the lineup. You know, I mean, I know I, I looked at uh, Mifflin County's, I looked at the brackets from from the Buckskins just to see where they matched up and all that, and a couple of their guys injury defaulted out of the tournament for their placing matches. I think they had two of those. So is that a, is that a, that day thing where, you know, kids may be a little banged up and you just want to rest them or is it something serious? So just by that, like, you know, who knows, right? So, um, but it, it'll, it'll be a good one for sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, see where the, the Commonwealth is at. What do you do if your swags and, you know, you do think that there's a legitimate risk of, you know, let's call 285 a toss up. Uh, you do think there's a legitimate risk of of losing from 72 to 215, and then you know you you see you have Ryan Garvick there who's coming off a loss um, to a kid that he might see at, at 160. What what are you angling for there? What are you what are you trying to accomplish? I mean, he can't you know from at, from 52 up, Jeff can't lose you know all six of those. You know what I'm saying? And and I mean I, they're going to get. Uh, you know, at 52, I have the kid from Mifflin County winning that one. So, you know, I, I feel like, you know, 52, 72, 89, 215. I mean, you know, now heavyweight, if, if the kid from Mifflin County pulls that one out. So now you're, you're what? You're depending on Garvik, who is your best, one of your best wrestlers, to beat a kid who beat him already to, you know, because if, if Central Dolphin loses Garvik, they're done. I, I yeah. think, you know, they, they need to get one up top there. Um, and, and if they lose, if they put him out at 60 and he gets beat, who it's going to make it difficult for them for sure. The, the, they need their hammers to, to step up and wrestle. And um, I would include Liam Flanagan in that group too, where you're probably going to, you're going to be wanting bonus from him at, at one Oh six. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and, and you're going to need bonus from repost. You're going to need whatever's going on there with, uh, with Garvick and what, what they decide to do Everly. Will they run into each other again? Uh, you need Garvick to either score bonus or to beat the Everly kid. Uh, their their formula is pretty rigid as far as that goes. You can't afford to have any of that go wrong. And you could really you could really use um, and the the wild card here. And I've seen it enough times with Ben Stewart is that okay? This kid beat him right. on nothing. You know he's a long athletic kid. Um, you know I, I think he's gonna unknow and he's felt out what Ben Stewart's trying to do to him. But it it, it just takes one underhook, man. And and that yeah, could I, be that could be a game wrecker. If I had a if I was looking at a dual meet and I saw a match where we needed to get one more win somewhere. Um, I tried to focus on that match. That was, I felt the biggest toss up. And then I just worked, I, I would mentally try to prepare the kid and, and, you know, that we could practice and try to, you know, I mean, just work extra hard with that kid and Stu's that guy this week for central Dolphin. You know what I mean? And, and I think you're know, just like, you know, I, I know right now we need that match. You know, if he gets that match now and, and Garvin gets a win up top, now you're okay. You know what I mean? Now you're in this battle. Um, but uh, but that's it's interesting you said that because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the lineup and, and the first thing that goes to my mind is 285. That's yeah. a one nothing match in that tournament. That's a match that that Jeff has to try to get Stu to be ready for here and try to get that one back. Um, and, and Stu is a wild card, as you said, man. You know, you, you, you know, one match, he doesn't look good. The next match, 
you know, he comes out of nowhere and he gets it done. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy, but um, what's, what's Stu's going to show up on, on Thursday is the question, right? So he, he, he's, he's going to be hunting, you know, and, and that's, that's going to be the game plan. And, and I've seen, you know, the, he, there have been kids who have known exactly what he's doing, but for, you, you can't, sometimes you can't circle out of that for six yeah. whole minutes. And so it's just going to come down to, is he going to get what he wants uh, and be able to kind of seal the deal there? The, the Puppo kid is, is, is pretty good though. And um, clearly ha- has felt that out and avoided trouble once against Stewart, but maybe the hope for CD here is that you get this kid in front of his home crowd. You get a situation where the duel's tight. You need, I mean, you, you kind of need to go bang, bang 285 to 106. And uh, you know, you're, you're probably not on the, on the winning end at 113 with Nick Allison, presumably there. So um, I, th- I think you kind of need that 285 and then you need Flanagan to back that up with a, with a nice performance there at 106. Yeah, and then equally in through that like light middle area, 26 to 45, I see the opposite. You know what I mean? I see central golfing scoring, you know, down down there through those those weights, but I, I don't see like I don't know if I see central golfing pinning those guys or or scoring bonus in some of those matches, you know, and that's what team wrestling is about. You know, if you're Mifflin County and you have guys that can go out and battle these guys for for six minutes and you lose and you only give your give up three points for your team, I mean that, that's that's huge, you know. Um, and that's as a coach, that's, I could tell you that's what Jeff wants. Um, that's what Kirby wants. The guys that go out, battle hard. Um, the guys that aren't favored, go out and fight hard for your team and, uh, and give everybody a good dual meet. Looking ahead to Saturday, you get into this one of these really busy dual tournament weekends. Anything jump out at you as far as uh, who's where? I mean, CD's got a few teams coming, Northern, Big Spring. Uh, Bethlehem Liberty, I think, is, is coming to, to CD's gym. So they'll be right back in action there. Uh, Boiling Springs going to the Bloody Run duels. Uh, you've got Carlisle going to the Cedar duels. Chambersburg, if everything shapes up down there, yeah. the most interesting group of them all. Hempfield, Chambersburg, Redland State College among those yeah. teams. Yeah, that, that'll be an interesting one. If, if Hem- I, I just want to see Chambersburg, Hempfield. You know, Hempfield, for, for the listeners, I mean, Hempfield's a team in District 3. We haven't talked about much because they're not in the mid-pen, but I would say they're the other favorite. Like, you know, I mean, you have your – your Central Dolphins, your Gettysburgs, your Cumber Valleys that are kind of the favorites here in, in the area as far as representing, you know, the Mid-Pen and District 3. Hemfield's that team out of the Lancaster County. So, and they are darn tough. So um, that'll be a, a good good one to see uh, at, the, at the Chambersburg Duels. Um, you know, Cumber Good Valley barometer around here. If you want to try to figure out where yeah. Cumber Valley stacks up on the District 3 level or where CD stacks up, you can get a good gauge by how Hempfield wrestles Chambersburg. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And even State College, you know, if, if, if things work out there. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, Northern Lebanon, Matson Mecca, Grizzly Duels, Waynesboro, Shippensburg at the Canner Duels. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I do want to say uh, you know, one more match on, on Thursday that I want to talk a little bit about is the Northern Redland match. You know what I mean? I feel like that's going to be a battle, um, you know, for a little bit. I, I, I do think Redland maybe needs to flip a match, you know what I mean? Get a win where they're expecting to, to not win, you know what I mean? To, to be in that one. But that'll be an interesting one for that division too, so. And, and, and both of those teams are kind of built the same way where you don't have an abundance of hammers, but they, they, they've got a pretty, a pretty good kid at most of those weight classes. Uh, Redland wrestling in their home gym, if they got some energy there, can kind of flip them. But I've really been impressed by the way that um, Northern has wrestled um, under Dan Nauman. I think they've got a little bit of an edge there, and I, w- I would kind of look, look to them to, to win that one. But 
Um, you know, Baglio's got a team. If, if, if they're getting better and they're raising their levels up a little bit, they've got some kids that uh, could be some wild cards in that matchup. Um, see, and see again, the- Dustin. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, I, and again, you know, here we are. Who knows who's going to be in the lineup? Yeah. You know, all it takes is one guy to be out to completely flip the outcome of a match. You know, so yeah, we can sit here and say, well, you know, Baglio, Coach Baglio might get a gift on on Thursday. He might, you know, Northern might walk in the gym and have not have somebody, you know, with them because they're out sick. And then that's a way that he wasn't expecting to win. And now they're in the match for some reason. You know, I mean, it's 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 wild. So you you as a coach are trying to manage these situations. And if it's not enough to have to worry about what 13 kids are doing with their weights or whether they're doing the right thing between the end of the school day and weigh-ins and the, and, and the match. The, as if there's not, there's not enough stuff outside of your control that you're worried about. Now it's, a, it's all this stuff. Yeah, and, and it, it is tough, man. I, I, again, like, I, I, I'm glad I'm, you know, one of the reasons I'm glad I'm not in the game this year, you know, is because of, of this whole deal. I mean, you know, you see it every dual meet, every week, like this team, this, this guy's out or, you know, heck, there's teams that I know I've talked to coaches, they don't even know if they're competing this week because they, they might have to force, you know, they're going to have to postpone stuff and move it back. And, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, does this get to a point where it does start to affect later dates, like the tournament, like, you know, I mean, is, is, is COVID still going to impact? And you and I were talking earlier and you said about, you know, you really thought this year, this, this would be over. And, you know, here we are where it's, it's not, and, and, you know, things are still happening and teams are still, you know, being, being forced to, to shut down or being forced to postpone stuff. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. And, and it's difficult in the coaches. Cause let, let's be honest, man. Like, you know, I, I, I know like for the most part, most coaches out there, like you put your heart into what you're doing, you know what I mean? And, and it's important, you know, it's for you to, you know, be coaching kids and you, you love what you do, but you know, you want to do well, you, you want to experience success as a coach too. You know, nobody coaches or plays to lose. Um, so, you know, but then, you know, you, you want to win, you feel like you have things going in the right direction, but then, you know, in the matter of an, uh, you know, two seconds, all of a sudden you're missing half your team, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I know that it'd be extremely frustrating for me because like you, Dustin, we live in a day and age where it didn't matter. Like you're sick, like you, you, you're going to school, you're, you're going, you know, within reason, like you're, you're, you're wrestling. Like, I, you know, nobody's telling me I'm, I'm not going to practice. Nobody's telling me I'm not, I'm not going to wrestle tonight, you know? And, um, I think, you know, with this whole thing, that's what's tough is, you know, you have kids that aren't, aren't even maybe sick, but they come in close contact that they, they can't be, you know, in the room, they can't, they can't be with their team. So um, I, I, I feel, you know, I feel bad for, for the kids and the coaches and stuff experiencing this, but I, I don't know, how does it, does it get any better? Like, do, do, how does this, how do, where do, where, where do we go from here? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we, how do we improve this? So, so it doesn't, you know, keep happening every year. I, and I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think anybody's got a good answer for you. And unfortunately, and uh, you just kind of have to watch and see how things develop. And, you know, to your point, to have a wrestler uh, want to come into school, want to compete on a given night and told they can't, but it's another thing to not only that, to be like, yeah, you gotta be, you're going for 10 days or what, what, whatever the rule is. It's not just, Hey, you can't come in. Like it, it's, it's, it's so much bigger than that. And, and I think what you're seeing and as you're looking at the dual schedule in particular is, you know, how are teams that are going to have 80% of their guys for the entire month of January, that's going to be a revolving group of 80%. Um, yeah. How do you find any kind of rhythm? Uh, how do you find annuity? Yeah. Wow. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know, cause then even you get into weight issues. So let's say a kid's out for 10 days. Well, guess what? Okay. I can promise you. All right. That that young man or young woman is not working out as hard at home as they would be at wrestling practice. Yeah. So now they're going to come back after their 10 day hiatus and they're going to be 15 pounds overweight, you know, 10 pounds overweight because they've been sitting at home. So now they're not going to be able to wrestle for another week until you get their weight down. You know, so what do I don't know. It's, it's tough, man. I, I, I know, you know, I feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for the coaches um, that, that experience this stuff. But look, I mean, I, I think it's nothing that you can control. And uh, everybody's kind of going through this, I think. I don't think anybody's an exception to the rule. Um, so, you know, we're all kind of battling this and battling it together. And, you know, I think you show up and you, you put your best product you have that night out on the mat and, and do what you can do, you know, and, uh, you know, you win, you lose that that's part of the sport, but, um, you just keep coaching your tail off and, you know, teaching kids good life lessons. And, and, and again, that's easy to say, you know, <laughs> now that we're sitting here behind, you know, but I mean, and that's how you have to kind of look at it, you know? Um, and I think I'm in the same spot as I would have been last January 3rd, 4th also where, you know, I find myself just kind of hoping that whatever's going on, whatever route it's going to go, that by the end of January, that it's impacted and it's run its course or so that when you get into postseason situations, you have legitimate full teams, you have kids who aren't having the individual postseason taken from them at the inopportune time, you know, you, you just hope that things can settle one way or the other as you get into February and you get into postseason stuff. Yeah, and, and, and that's the, the, the postseason's the one that, you know, you get kids that dedicate their, their entire life to be a, a Pennsylvania state champion. Or, or, you know, I mean, really, you're not your goal as a little kid. You know, these guys have been wrestling since the age of five, six, seven years old. And you go through this whole thing and you get ready for the postseason. And you're told that you can't wrestle or you can't earn a medal. You can't go after a state title because maybe you came into close contact with somebody and you're not even sick, you know, but you have to sit out. I mean, you know, and uh, I mean, even last year uh, with, with Jake, I, I, you know, and you and I were talking about this before, I, if we would have made that, that district, you know, team race, like we, we weren't going to do it. And I, I, I felt, you know, strong about that and that Jake had a great, great chance to win a state title. And, I, I, I didn't want to jeopardize that in any way, shape or form, man. And I, you know, we, we chose what we chose and, 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 and everything worked out, you know, great. And, and I'm glad it did, but, you know, going through that, it was just, we couldn't wait to get to state. So, cause, so this worrying was over, you know, and, um, but this year, man, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's almost a little worse right now. At, at this stage, I mean, I think, um, you know, I, I don't know what the, what the numbers say. No, I just think I just, my, 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 my gut feeling like, you know, with, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, it's going to be something to pay attention to each and every week. I mean, we're going to see, try to figure out what's going to happen. And you're going to, you're going to say, if you're a betting man, you'll go this way or that way, but yeah. you're not a betting man in, in these situations. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. We'll see. Hopefully, no, you're hopefully not. We, we get a good week of wrestling in. We get teams that are, are closely resembling uh, full strength and you get some legitimate results out of this that, that um, you can kind of, uh, you know, that, that's a kid that the teams deserve, you know, you hate. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. 
No doubt. And it's exciting, man. Fans, get out there, cheer your teams on, you know, I mean, create a great atmosphere and, and you know, regardless, uh, you know, whatever's going on. And I, I'm excited for the team season. I call that, you know, I always call the beginning of the year, the tournament season. And then now in that January one, we, we start the team season. And, uh, you know, it's an exciting time of year. And uh, I'm pumped up to, to see how things shape up here with these different teams across District 3 um, and in the mid-pen. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, let's, let's, let's have some fun here this January. And we'll, we'll be back here to recap what we've previewed this week, and we'll look ahead to next week and some of those duels, and we'll see what happens with, uh, with all these teams and, and illnesses and, and all that, uh, see what's going on and uh, what we learned this week. We'll revisit that next week and, and keep doing the same thing here on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast. Stick with us. And we'll see you next time.